Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 122. Welcome back, Adam Antimaniacs. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope everyone had a fantastic long weekend. If you're here in Canada, celebrating Canada Day. If you're in the U.S., celebrating Independence Day. Or for the rest of the world, just uh, enjoying the weekend. Here in Toronto, anyways, we've been kind of having a weird time where the weather predictions have been very off. (laughs) And it was frustrating because for like Friday, I took the day off. My girlfriend was off. We wanted to go drive out of the town, maybe go for a swim somewhere. But the weather forecast said like 100% chance of rain between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. So that's just like the whole day is a write-off. And if you're saying 100% chance of rain, that's a guarantee. That means it's going to rain. And then the next day, it rained for like half an hour at 3 p.m. So that was a bit of a bummer. But luckily, I had Euro Cup to watch. So who's been watching the Euro Cup? I mean, it has been so exciting. The round of 16, I think, was the best the best part so far. Every game was exciting. Quarterfinals were great, too. As you're listening to this, the semifinals uh, might be over already. In fact, the final might have already happened, as that's happening this Sunday. Uh, of course, I'm pulling for England. And, you know, I don't want to say anything because I've been an England fan for a long time, and that often involves a lot of letdown. So, but, I mean, the stars do seem aligned. The rest of the games are at Wembley, so they're at home. Uh, it's the best England squad I've seen in a while. But, uh, but I mean, that Italian team looks real strong, too. So, either way, I think it's going to be a great final, whatever happens. And for the non-soccer fans, we will move on now. We'll get into, we'll get into some music. And today we have another great episode for you. One of Can- one of the best Canadian bands out there right now. I've been a big fan of them for a long time now. From out west in Vancouver, we've got lead singer and guitarist Ryan Gouldemond of Mother Mother right here on the Adamantium Podcast. Ryan and I chatted over Zoom as part of our virtual series episodes. Me being here in Toronto and Ryan in Vancouver, of course. And Mother Mother have just released their eighth and newest studio album. It's called Inside. It was released on June 25th. And they've actually been quite the talk in social media and in the music industry lately because they've been enjoying a surge of streams from actually one of their older albums, from their 2008 album, Oh My Heart. So people have been using uh, songs from that album uh, on TikTok videos. So that was something that was really cool to pick uh, Ryan's brain about and how it was even a surprise to them. But before we get into the interview, let's do the Adamantium Recommend segment. Maybe you're across the border or overseas, you're not as familiar with Mother Mother as we are here in Canada. Uh, Maybe you're a huge Mother Mother fan and we, uh, we can compare favorites. So here are five of my favorite songs by Mother Mother. I usually like to kick this off with something new, so off their brand new album Inside, I'm gonna recommend their latest single, it's called Sick of the Silence. And then from their 2017 album No Culture, I recommend the song The Drugs. From the 2012 album The Sticks, I recommend the song Let's Fall in Love, which was actually the song that made me fall in love with Mother Mother. And then my last two picks are going to be from that 2008 album Oh My Heart. I'm going to recommend the song Oh My Heart and the song Hayloft. 
And that's it. If you're a Mother Mother fan, I'm sure you know all those songs. If you're a Mother Mother fan tuning into the Adamantium podcast for the first time today, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in. We'd love to have you back sometime. We've had so many amazing artists on this show. So please do hit the subscribe button on whichever podcast network you choose to get your podcasts. You can also follow the Adamantium podcast on social media. We're on Instagram at the Adamantium, on Facebook at the Adamantium podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. But you can also find us just by simply searching the Adamantium podcast. All right, so enough of me blabbing. Let's get into today's episode, and that is episode number 122 featuring Ryan Goldemond of Mother Mother right here on the Adamantium podcast. I hope you enjoy. Be good. Much love, everybody. Enjoy the Euro Cup final. Come on, England! Cool. So how's things? You got a busy day today, I know. Yeah. 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 But it's a good busy. It's it's. it's uh, very you know, nice. it's a lucky thing to to have people who want to talk to you about what you're doing. It is. It is. I have uh, I have to say I'm envious of, of your line of work. <laughs> well, I wish I was in a band myself. Oh, yeah. Were you once? I was. I was di- different ones, you know, various throughout the years. I always found it too difficult to schedule, to be honest. Like it was too difficult to get four different guys or girls to commit to, you know, at least once a week that. That, that part of it totally um yeah. yeah so i just had to if i had a better singing ability i would have just pulled a, a lenny kravitz or something and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whole album. <laughs> yeah. well you know i mean i think anyone can sing well enough to connect to lots of people mm-hmm. as long as they're singing from their their truth well like, yeah singing becomes less about singing and more about truth i find well, because me- I don't identify as um, a good singer or like as, really? as, as a meant to be singer. Interesting. And why, why is that? Because it wasn't what I did. I was a guitar player. I went to jazz school and I started writing songs that had words and it was like, well, who's going to sing them? I guess mm-hmm. I have to. And I didn't like the sound of my voice. It didn't feel strong. It still doesn't feel like strong. I can't like soar into... 12 seconds of vibrato. I can't do that. But what I've discovered along the way is it's not about that. It's about singing from a, a, a place of truth and, and uniqueness mm-hmm. that only you possess. Did you ever take any kind of vocal lessons or? Yeah, I, I, I still do take lessons just so that I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. So I don't um, fatigue and right. then like, you know, can't utter a note on a on a crucial show in new york or something or anywhere like that's that's the motivation for singing lessons but i still don't have like this vision that i'm going to be you know that type of singer right i just sort of strive to be more like a truthful singer gotcha well let me tell you something my my mom has always been my biggest supporter in all Mm. of life and she said to me adam you're a man of many talents but singing is not one of them. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I think I sound good in the shower, but that's maybe about it. Well, there's good acoustics in the shower for that's sure. It. That's it. Well, man, let's talk about the album because that comes out tonight and that's really exciting. You've got a live event tonight, video release. Um, this album, I guess, 
was kind of Dub Mother Mother's uh, pandemic album, I guess. Um, it's called Inside, comes out tomorrow. Tell me what that means to you. What, what was putting this album like, putting this album together like compared to previous albums? Well, it was pretty different, pretty unique in that there was a pandemic and um, we were forced to stay in one place and isolate. Whereas I, I tend to like to venture out into the world and connect to different places and people and find the narrative in that collaboration um, that brings about the songs. Mm -hmm. um, but that wasn't an option this time. It was more of a, an internal exploration is bunkering down and going within myself and um, doing, you know, some work on myself, some sort of deeper navigation into like troubled waters and, um, you know, ignored areas of the soul, um, all, all for the effort of writing a, an album of substance that it became one and the same, you know, working on myself and trying to make a mother mother record one fueled the other. Um, and it could, it wouldn't have happened without this pandemic kind of catalyzing this stuff. Interesting. Um, the, even the new single sick of the silence, um, I can kind of tell it's, 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 it's got the inspiration of, uh, it's got the impression of someone who is, is kind of trapped within themselves. That that's kind of the impression I got and they're just, they're trying to get it out. Is that kind of the, the feeling you felt during the pandemic or at least a part of it? Yeah, at times, like around the writing of that song, like doing deep meditation was kind of part of my my shtick, my routine. And I, I lived alone. I still do. That That's notable. So I was really alone and just kind of waking up doing this very Spartan regiment and you know, eight hours of songwriting and cold showers and no caffeine and meditation, da, 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 like just really trying to go deep. Mm -hmm. um, because I had, I had the opportunity to sort of like I had the luxury to. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to spend the time in service of, of becoming a better person. Cause I felt like it was sort of the best thing I could do mm -hmm. for the world or because the world is in crisis. It was like, okay, I need to do something that is valuable. Mm -hmm. So I'll try to become a better person. And hopefully that creates a great body of work that can go out into the world and, um, you know, touch hearts. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, along the way, there's a lot of discomfort and sick of the silence was, was born from that. Mm -hmm. I, um, there, the second verse in particular, and I wrote it down here, so I didn't mess it up, um, is one that, that actually I found the most interesting. So I was hoping that maybe you could speak to the inspiration behind those lines. And I'm going to read it for whoever's listening. Um, the lines are, and so I wrap my head around a holy mantra. I'm thinking, oh my God, what a chatty creature. I just keep talking and talking and talking all around in a circle. I said, hey, little guy, I think it's time to go now. Let it go now. Let it go. Yeah. Well, the meditation that I got into uh, eight years ago, it's called uh, TM, Transcendental Meditation. Mm -hmm. It's a mantra-based meditation. So you're given somewhat of a holy mantra. Yeah. And um, you use it to bring yourself into a deeper state of stillness. And um, but sometimes the mantra, it will it will uh, metamorphosize into chatter. And right. all of a sudden you're just, you know, back in the hamster wheel of your mind is super frustrating. And so it was sort of an homage to to that experience mm -hmm. and that specific form of meditation. Interesting. That's 
it's always I, it's something I could relate to because I always feel that is like my own brain is it's the most chatty person I've ever met. You know, it never <laughs> yeah. stops talking. And it's like, yeah. even I try and go, uh, one thing I find that gets the biggest sign is I, I run a lot and the mm, running right. usually helps me with the silence. But uh, even still sometimes, especially when you, you have to fall asleep or you have something early in the morning, that's when your brain is the most chatty, I find. I know, and it's so not conducive to preparing for whatever's in the morning yeah <laughs> that's true it's very true um you mentioned you mentioned about trying to put something positive out there and being a becoming a better person during this crisis and one thing i i really felt did that um was the video you guys put together for i got love mm. um and i got love in general is just like i, I think a beautiful song about self-love and and something that we all really needed to work on in this pandemic. If you ever got to know yourself at any point, it was during the pandemic. Um, where did the, the idea of getting the fan submitted footage uh, come for that song? It was our, uh, our new found acquaintanceship with TikTok and, yes. yeah. and seeing how that app functions and and, you know, you have all these windows into the bedrooms of your fans and they're like jumping on their bed and they're, you know, connecting to your song in this really, in this really true way without any filters. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great time of authenticity right now, the way social media has evolved um, via TikTok. Of course, there's a superficial side to that app, but there's a dark side to everything. But what we discovered with our fans on that app was a really beautiful portrait of how they connected to music. And it just became obvious that that's what the music video needed to be. Mm -hmm. It seemed, and it seemed to me like something like a deep connection you were able to make with your fans, even probably in just the process of going through everything that was submitted. Um, and one thing I, I loved about it was there was actually clips and scenes in the video that you guys recreated what the the fans had created yeah exactly and i thought that was really special um so have you found that that you were able to get closer and get a better knowing of your fans through that absolutely yeah yeah and just um tiktok and social media how instant it is and and how collaborative it is mm -hmm. You know, there's no hierarchy anymore. It's like everyone's on an even playing field and the fan and the artist really need each other. Mm -hmm. And together they can create synergy and they can evolve the, the music into something that it wasn't before their, their collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really special. And it's very empowering, I think, for the fan. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, you mentioned... Uh you know, the value that TikTok has had for you guys. And it, it, I'm sure it's something that you've had to talk or you've been talking about a lot recently, but you guys had this massive surge in streams, um, even from, from music that you created more than 10 years ago, um, that is now getting the most streams it might've ever had because of videos that were made on TikTok. Um, what do you think it is about, um, those songs from the album, Oh My Heart, that is connecting with young people today? Well, I was young when I wrote them and very uncomfortable mm -hmm. in my own skin, but also really um, intoxicated by discovering music and discovering songwriting and really open and really channeled 
and connected to the muse, for lack of a better word, or that, that intelligence, that energy, that when travels through you, unfettered, songs come really quickly and, and magically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that time. I don't think I've ever had a time that was just so fluid in, in creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and the songs happened. And I think when songs come about like that, there's a lot of power to them. There's a lot of eternal power to them. I think they have the, 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 the potential to really travel and to stand the test of time. Okay. Um, but I, again, I think it's, it's a lot to do with the themes that run through them about just being an outcast and just not abiding by the, the few categories that society offers us to fit ourselves into. Mm-hmm. And to celebrating a more fluid vastness of mm-hmm. self-identification. Um, things that are more abstract, things that are more quirky. And this is a very curious and, and quirky and cutting-edge generation, Gen Z. Um, it ain't like when I was young, for sure. The, the, they're asking questions that you know, didn't make sense for us to ask back then, or it wasn't encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's the right time for that early music because, you know, when we, when we brought it to the industry, to the world, like what we were told is that it was too quirky, that it was too different, that the lyrics were too strange, that there was too many parts, there's too many time signatures, um, and that it wasn't homogenized enough. Mm-hmm. And right now we're living in a time where there's a great refuting of yeah. sameness, formulaicness, homogenization. It's like, no, let's tear these definitions apart. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, let's expand beyond a binary code. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess it makes sense that this music is connecting to this generation for those reasons. Did it, did it affect the way, uh, did it affect your relationship with that album now? Did it cause you to kind of go back and rediscover that album? Yeah, I mean, I've always loved that album, those first two albums. Um, I've always really believed in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you just move on, you get busy making new music and, and doing your life. So, yeah, it, it had been a while since I really connected mm-hmm. to that music. And I'm so excited to play it. Yeah. No. I'm so excited to play it with the new music, like to create a live show that celebrates the, the span of years and the discography as a whole and to create segues from Sick of the Silence into Hayloft and to really, to really honor the whole story. Mm-hmm. I saw, I mean, I did see, I saw the live performance you guys did on James Corden and I thought it was pretty cool integrating the two songs together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, me, myself, I became a Mother Mother fan. The first, the first song I ever heard by Mother Mother was actually from the Sticks. Um, mm. Yeah, it was Let's Fall in Love. Oh, cool. I heard it on the radio first, and then I went back, and I remember thinking, oh, my heart, this is such a cool album. It's so different and out there. And that was even, you know, that was nine years ago, I guess. Yeah. Um, but very cool. So have you... Has this given you a new opportunity, you think, to connect with, with a different audience, a younger audience now? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you think, uh, you know, you might, uh, I think in that next tour, you're going to see a much, probably a much younger crowd now as well, or a mix. Yeah. 
Yeah, what's well, it's a it's a prerequisite that we have all ages shows now. Right. Yeah. And I think that's wonderful. Um, yeah. Kids will come. Kids will come with their parents. Old time fans of all demographics will come. Mm-hmm. I mean that that should create a really good vibe. I've always thought that it's um that's always kind of the coolest experience at a concert for a, an artist where it's kind of spans generational gaps that there are people yeah. with their parents and then even eventually their grandparents uh, yeah. Yeah. see the same artist. It's, it's kind of cool when it speaks to, to multiple generations. Yeah. I guess you hope music will do that. Right. Like, yeah. You know, appeal to the human spirit that it doesn't matter how old you are. I think we all share in a human spirit, mm-hmm. uh, a shared intention to, to, to be, to be awake and to be happy and to be tuned into the frequency of love and to, and to find our truth. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 90 or six years old. I think we share that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes music helps us to reconnect to that mission to mm-hmm. become who we are. And it's never too late to become who you are. Mm-hmm. You can do that, you know, during your last breath. Yeah, I, that's, I for sure agree. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I mean, my, one of my, I felt the best way, my dad was a music lover like I am. And I always felt the best way to connect to him was one of the best ways we would go to a show together. You mm-hmm. know, my, my dad wasn't someone who talked a lot or whatever. So, you know, that was one of the best ways we connected. Um, that was a huge it was also impossible to buy a gift for us it was like whenever Coldplay came to town it was that's what we're doing it's your birthday gift that's so cool yeah yeah that was so speaking of of touring what I mean I bet you guys are dying to get on the road um, after two years tell me you know it's maybe a a silly question but tell me some of the things that you're looking forward to the most about getting back on the road and and seeing people again I look forward to the meet and greets Mm-hmm. Um, I love connecting to the fans face to face during those meet and greets, shaking their hands and playing a couple of acoustic songs. It's really special. Mm-hmm. And the shows, obviously, um, that's that's what it's all about is getting on stage. Um, but, you know, it just the little things, even the mundanity, the simplicity of being on the road, you wake up. And you, you try to be your best self throughout the day, like very healthy, um, very, very, you know, conscious of the task at hand. Mm-hmm. And then you perform the task and the task is humbling. It always is. Every night it doesn't go perfect and you, you mess something up and you go, oh, you take that to bed and you go, okay, tomorrow night I'm going to do that better. And that's your day, day in, day out for, you know, five weeks. It's so simple and focused on this presentation. Mm-hmm. What is your key? I mean, this is something I've, I've heard a lot of artists speak about. What is your key to staying healthy when on tour? Staying healthy is the key to staying healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, don't, uh, don't drink. Drink lots of water. Eat clean. Um, don't overeat before you sing. That's for sure. Do your best to sleep well. Um, meditate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, all the stuff that's hard to do. Yeah. But you know, if you do it, it'll create right. a critical mass of positive chemicals in your body. Mm-hmm. And then whatever it is you have to do is made easier because of it. It's like delayed gratification. Um, it's discipline. 
Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, I'm assuming is easier said than done when you're, you know, on a bus most of the time and you oh, know, have five seconds of free time. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, our party days are over and, and gratefully. So that's not a challenge. Right. And, and I, I mean, we've never been more like awake to the gift of our opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so we're really like present right now to what it is we're doing and, and how lucky we are to be doing it, especially with what's happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like we were really not taking it for granted. Right. There's, no, there's no arduousness right. to this. It's just, we're just lucky but to even, go on even, the road. Even something like, even if, you know, like you said, your party days are over and stuff, but I think I even saw you mention something on Instagram that, you know, uh, at least at one point anyways, you, you had an interesting relationship with food in general. And that's got to be something that's got to be tough to manage when you're on tour and, and on a hefty schedule. Yeah. 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 Food is super tough on the road. Mm. Yeah. Not, not just finding good stuff, but then also for me, like managing my, my, uh, my issue with food mm-hmm. and that is to lean on it, to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're in the fray of foreign environments and lack of sleep, and you know hefty tasks we want to soothe Mm -hmm. Uh, and we want to soothe using the methods we know how to Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think food food is tough but you got to remember that it's it's a it's a a sacred nourishing force Mm -hmm. here to help us do what we're meant to do so i'm going to take that wisdom on the road and try and just rock it out Great. I'm great. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait. I know you guys are doing the one of the reopening. Well, you're in the reopened Massey Hall here in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, that's next so year, so. What an honor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I can all, I mean, it's the best venue in the city. Um, so I cannot wait for you guys to play that gig. And uh, I'll definitely hope to see you there. Before we yeah. wrap up, I did want to ask one more thing because I'm a photographer myself and I noticed you got some photo skills as well. Um, it was was photography always a passion of yours or is that something that you took up during the pandemic? Um, well, I've always loved like capturing an image on my cell phone, like on an iPhone mm-hmm. before I got into real camera work. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like I ought to become a photographer, just how much I enjoyed it on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I, in fact, I just finished my digital camera class um as the pandemic began and okay. so 2020 was certainly a year where i kind of doubled down on on what i had learned excellent excellent i noticed there was lots of lots of macro shots flowers birds um what inspires you as a photographer and and is it similar to what inspires you as a musician or are those two completely separate entities yeah i think you know trying to find the polarity in an image or in a sentiment of dark and light mm-hmm. like i love taking a picture of a flower but you know if it's dying all the better or if there's a shadow that casts this beautiful flower in such a way that reminds you that life is complex mm-hmm. life is not all roses pardon the pun um i like that in in my in my work, whether it's photography or music. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you like to combine photography with poetry as well. Yeah. Uh, which is an interesting, I think an interesting way to tackle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. I know I've, I've got to let you go here. Thank uh, you. I hope you. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hope uh, I hope we get to do this again next year. Yeah, and, uh, in the sure. back room of the Massey Hall. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah, awesome. please, please get in touch with us. It would be great to meet. Okay, Brian, appreciate it. Eh? Have a great day. Have a good night tonight. Enjoy the event. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Adamantium Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd absolutely love for you to subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to see you on social media. You can follow on Instagram at The Adamantium, on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. Thank you again so much for listening.